Attention SLPs and OTs with existing private practices. Are you ready to level up your private practice and your life and make this your breakthrough year? If so, join us for Make More in 2024, a free training offered on Thursday, March 21st at 8 p.m. Eastern to discover how to shift from clinician to CEO. During the training, we'll talk about the importance of maximizing your income, adding revenue streams, setting up systems, and more so that you can ultimately work smarter and build a successful, sustainable, and sellable business. To sign up, just visit growyourprivatepractice.com backslash training. Don't miss the chance to learn how to effectively navigate the growth phase of the private practice journey. See you on the training. Hey, quick question. What are you passionate about? Is it autism, hearing loss, adults with aphasia? What if you could create not only a private practice that served that population, but also allowed you to serve as a consultant, author, speaker, and parent education and empowerment coach? In this interview that you're about to hear with Crystal Sanford of Sanford Autism Consulting, you will hear about how Crystal created a business that allows her to have a big impact on a population that she cares deeply about both professionally and personally. If you are passionate about a specific clinical population and you want to not only think big, but also have a big impact, stay tuned. I'm Jenna Castro-Casbon, speech-language pathologist, business coach, and creator of the Start Your Private Practice system. And I'm on a mission to turn stuck SLPs into successful private practitioners. If you're tired of dealing with high productivity requirements, high caseload sizes, and low pay, it's time to take control of your professional, personal, and financial life and finally get the freedom, flexibility, and financial abundance that you deserve by working with private clients in your own practice. Join me here each week as I share tips, best practices, and inspirational interviews on the Private Practice Success Stories podcast. If you're a private practitioner or one in the making, you're in the right place, so let's get started. Okay, so before we dive in, can you please share your name, your location, and the name of your private practice? Yes, so my name is Crystal Sanford. I am located in San Diego, California, and the name of my practice is Sanford Autism Consulting. So I'm so excited to talk to you tonight, Crystal, and just to get to know you better and get to know your private practice journey. Before we learn about what you're up to now, can we go back to the beginning and have you share what your early career was like as a speech pathologist? Yes, definitely. Um, So I have been in the field for over 20 years now, so I'm dating myself. But way back when there was not a certificate or credential degree, I was a slipper in uh, undergrad. And I did that and fell in love with the field. And so 
continued in my education and became an SLP. And I practiced in Los Angeles County in California, um, as well as in San Diego County. Um, And so I just, I loved kiddos. I worked in public schools the entire time. I had a real affinity, again, that for the uh, older kiddos. So I worked four years in high school, nine years in middle school, and started really, really getting getting an interest for autism and uh, kiddos impacted by autism and just so fascinated by the array of abilities and interests and such things. And then surprise, I um, got married uh, a couple years later, had my first child. And in about 18 months, I started to suspect that she too could be on the spectrum. And so by no one but would believe me, uh, I, you know, first time parent, you're an SLP, of course, you know, you're looking at all the you know, milestones and just, you know, looking too, too deep. And so it couldn't be autism. She looks at me, uh, you know, she does great with adults. She couldn't have autism. Well, um, by age three and a half, she finally was uh, identified with uh, autism. And so that began my journey as a parent. And a few other things happened in my life at that time. And I told my husband, I said, I think I'm going to find start a business because I kind of had a feeling that one day I started private practice and you know I, I uh, started watching you know your stuff uh, and, and got connected with your stuff and I thought I think I'm going to do it but I think I'm going to really focus on supporting families around autism. I love how you know sometimes it's like you've been preparing for something you didn't even know mm-hmm. that you were preparing for right so yes. that early career of you working, you know, with the, with the kids that you were working with and falling in love with autism, then obviously falling in love with your daughter who then happened to have autism, right? Like how lucky is she that she had you as a mom? Yes, it has just been a a wonderful adventure. And definitely, I think all of the things that I'd learned as an SLP really properly as much as possible prepared me for supporting her. And so now she's, you know, she's 10 and she's thriving and and I'm helping even more families now out of my own experience. Well, and I would imagine that the families that you're working with also feel so lucky to have found you as someone who understands both the personal and professional experience. Yes, because that you know you can get an SLP. All of us are wonderful in our craft, but there's just a little bit different when it comes from the heart of a parent who can kind of pair the real life experience of raising a child with the skills of, you know, being a speech pathologist. It's, it's a, a unique. And so I'm very honored to offer families. Yeah. So can you tell all of our listeners what this consulting model looks like for your private practice? Because everyone's private practice looks a little bit different. So how would you describe what yours looks like? So mine looks much different than I ever expected. (laughs) I initially thought that I would become a private practice SLP and I would just offer uh, speech therapy and assessments and treatment and parent support to autism families. But what ended up becoming the need that parents uh, continued to have was around IEP support and how to navigate those waters. And, you know, that is, was my experience. I had written IEP set and IEP meetings for 20 years and and then to have navigated it as a parent, I was able to help parents, you know, out of that experience and more parents kept looking for that support. And so I decided to get some additional training. So I've taken multiple training courses and read multiple books and, and learned the law. I actually took a class uh, at, out of our, one of the law schools here in San Diego, all around special education advocacy. And so 
right now my practice looks like special education advocacy, actually. And so that's about 50% of what I do. I also do parent education training around the IEP process and how to support their kids, primarily autism parents, as well as uh, other families impacted by other needs. And so then I do the parent education and the advocacy um, and uh, training classes to families. I love that. And then do you also do any kind of like public speaking or books or that kind of thing too? Yes. So uh, I wrote my first book last year, which was actually a a caregiver manual helping to support families so that they can access respite care and so that they can train the person that's going to work with their child to give the best care in the parent's absence so the parents can really start accessing that uh, self-care time. So uh, that book is out there. I do also do some uh, public speaking at uh, parent groups and uh, other community groups around San Diego County. I love it. You've done all kinds of stuff. <sighs> yeah, You're a busy it's woman. It's crazy. Yeah. And parenting two kids still in a pandemic. I mean, I don't know what I'm thinking, but uh, there's a need and I want to fill it. <laughs> well, and I think that that's exactly what, you know, people like us do, right? You know, true helping people, people find ways to help like in infinite ways, right? And sometimes it's hard for us to turn the helping off. That's very true. Yes, I've actually also started a podcast because I felt like that's another space where special needs families don't necessarily have a a place of their own. And so many of the parents, when I interview them, they talk about that feeling of isolation and, you know, and maybe sometimes afraid or ashamed or not really able to reach out. And so uh, I developed this podcast all for special families called Thriving Special Families. And I have guests on there who have something to do about special education or or, or caregivers, uh, other parents who have, you know, done things, uh, you know, authors. So another found another way to help families um, as well. So it is hard to turn it off. You're right. <laughs> it is, but it's, it's also a gift, right? I feel like, I mean, I don't know about you, but I feel like in some ways, I mean, I get tired from time to time, but I just, I have a lot of energy for the things that I'm passionate about. And I can tell that you have that same level of energy for autism and for helping families and for advocacy and your, your community clearly needs you. And I'm so excited that you're there to fill that need. Thank you. Yes. I, I have uh, been on the side of, you know, one side of the table where, you know, parents are, you know, they're heartbroken or they don't know what to do and they're just, you know, signing their life away year after year. And I thought there's gotta be a way to empower parents more, you know, and as an advocate, I tell parents, my job is to work myself out of a job. I want to empower you. I want you to have the knowledge that you need because you're going to be with your child for the rest of their life. And I want you to be able to make meaningful decisions and meaningfully participate in your child's education. So that it is an honor. So right now, at the time of this recording, we are still in the middle of, of the pandemic. So mm-hmm. sometimes when I ask people this question, it's kind of a funny thing to answer. But what do you see as the future of your private practice and your consultancy and everything else? You know, uh, that's a good question, right? So many of our businesses are, are you know, have struggled. And, and I think we're all kind of finding a way to reinvent ourselves, you know, and and uh, meet the needs of our clients. Uh, but for the future, I see myself expanding to uh, greater parts of California. Um, you know, I've gained a, a efficiency with the law in California. So I'd love to reach out more in Northern California, um, as well as Southern. Um, I've actually supported a few families outside of California as well. So I'm learning the law there as well. So expanding the advocacy that way, and then also 
expanding their reach of my parent training classes. I'd love to get more parents in there. You know, I've had parents say, this class should be mandatory. I wish I had this when my kid first started in IEP. I mean, so I want to get as many parents as early as possible empowered with this knowledge. Well, I think that that's a way that you can increase your impact, right? Mm -hmm. I think that's one of the things about private practice is that there's, you know, there's only so many individual clients you can see, right? When it's, you know, you know, individual sessions or vows, and even if you, you know, have a a whole team of people, but if you really want to impact people at a much bigger level, you do have to think outside of your local area. Right, exactly. And so, I mean, that's where I started. I think that's what we all do, right? And so I just considered myself supporting families right here around neighborhoods in San Diego. But I had a really good business coach who, from the beginning, encouraged me to to think bigger. And I couldn't really grasp it initially when I started four and a half years ago. But last year with the pandemic, I, you know, something just kind of clicked and said, hey, Crystal, you know, now... You know, you can be live, you can be on Zoom, you can reach more families. You know, this thing can grow bigger because there is a need and there is a way for me to to have a bigger impact. You just said something really important, which is about thinking bigger, right? And I think that SLPs do tend to be limited by what we can envision for ourselves. Yes. Right. And sometimes other people, it takes seeing what others can do to see what kind of options are and what kind of a vision they're could be. So good for you for thinking of lots of different ways to have your vision come true and everything. Because like you said, there are families all over, not just in your part of California, but all over California and then outside who really need this help. I was just going to say, I want to say thank you to you because like I said, I, you know, I started listening to your podcast and following your, you know, participating in your Facebook page and listening and seeing the variety of private practices through your program really is a piece of what helped me to know that, you know, I could, I can do more than, you know, just what I've seen or just what I've experienced. So thank you for exposing us to opportunities and options that are out there. Yeah. Well, you're welcome. Um, (laughs) This is my favorite thing of what I do in my business is getting to talk to people because I, you know, there's a lot of people, you know, I like, I've known your name for a long time, right. I've seen you post in groups, you know, I recognize folks and then I actually get on these calls with them and then I get to know them a little bit better. And then the listeners get to know, you know, new people as well. So I do have a question related to, you know, what advice would you give to somebody listening who may not want like a traditional private practice with, you know, one-to-one services, people who might want to go along the lines of what you've done and offer more of a consultant role, more education and that kind of thing. What would you tell a listener who was in that kind of situation? I would tell them to really think about and dive into their passion. That really helped for me. I, I knew my passion was autism. And so I looked at that and looked at what is it that is the need for these this type of a population. And so if there's someone who's saying, I don't necessarily want to be an SLP for the rest of my life, what else can I do? I would say, well, what is your passion? Is your passion teaching parents? You know, is your passion um, supporting kids with AAC? Whatever that thing is that really gets you going, um, dive into that and see where the needs are around that area and see if that's something that you could possibly feel. I love it. Is there anything that we haven't gotten to talk about yet that you want to make sure that we talk about or that the listeners hear? 
Yes. You know, if there are listeners who are out there, maybe who are SOPs uh, throughout, you know, California, I would love to share the uh, opportunity that I offer every month, which is the uh, Crystal Clear IEP Conference. Um, And that is a four-hour conference on Saturdays where I dive deep into IEPs with families and we talk about anything and everything IEP related. And I take them from IDEA law and preschool assessments all the way through goals, accommodations, and high school transition. And so if you know of families that need some understanding in this area, feel lost, isolated, and whatnot, and especially if they're a part of the regional center in California, um, you know, definitely send them my way and, and share this as a resource because I think it could be super valuable to families right now. Perfect. And what is the best place for people to go to find out about that program and also about you in general? So my website is probably the best place and that is SD, like San Diego, autismhelp.com. So that's sdautismhelp.com. People can always find me on Facebook and Instagram. Those are the two popular places that I hang out in social media. Um, And they can always find me via Sanford Autism. I love it. One thing I didn't say is that I have actually started training other people to do IEP consulting work as well. So I need talking about that. Yeah. Other people who are interested in maybe moms or, or, you know, people who SLPs at school site contact me who are looking and interested in doing some advocacy work. I've started a little training program for them too. So, and where can people find out more information about that? Yes. So that's on my website as well. I offer an IEP consultant biz building program where uh, SLPs or professionals, anyone with any kind of special ed experience uh, can have this training to support them in building their own either advocacy practice or adding that as a piece to what they're already doing in their business. Perfect. I love it. Crystal, thank you so much for your time, for sharing your expertise And really for sharing what it's like to be an outside of the box type of private practitioner. I think that that kind of information is really, really valuable for people who are really charting their own path in private practice. And certainly that's something that you have done. Well, thank you so much. And thanks for the inspiration along the way. I really appreciate that. How amazing is Crystal? I love her energy. I love how she shared the winding road that took her to the path that is allowing her to serve in a way that she probably never could have imagined. Crystal has created a business around her professional and personal passion, and you can do this too. Just like Crystal is passionate about people with autism, my clinical passion is for people with aphasia and traumatic brain injury. And while I have been proud to serve those kinds of clients for a long time, I have another group of people that I feel passionately about speech-language pathologists. This year, I am on a mission to help at least 1,000 SLPs start their private practices, and maybe you are one of them. Maybe you're like Crystal, and you have one specific population that you want to help. Or maybe you want to be more of a generalist and help a lot of different kinds of people. In private practice, you get to make that decision. The first decision that you need to make is whether or not you would like to learn more about starting a private practice. If the answer is yes, I want to invite you to watch my free training where I share the ins and outs of private practice, as well as some big mistakes that you should avoid at any cost. That free training is available at startyourprivatepractice.com 
backslash webinar. Thank you for listening. And as always, I'll be back next week with more information on how you, yes, you, can have your own private practice, work with your own private clients that you feel passionately about, and start to take control of your professional, personal, and financial life. See you then. I decided to invest in the Start Your Private Practice program because I honestly had no idea where to start. (laughs) And I just didn't really have the confidence or the know-how to be able to do that. So it was really nice to have a system that was all set up for me. I didn't have to reinvent the wheel or start from scratch. It was all there for me. And I was able to land a client within about the first week and a half of me going public with my private practice. So now I have 12 clients. It is such an invigorating and amazing experience. If you want help to start your speech therapy private practice, then head on over to startyourprivatepractice.com backslash waitlist so that you will be notified as soon as we reopen the doors to the Start Your Private Practice system. Again, that's startyourprivatepractice.com backslash waitlist. I cannot wait to help you start your private practice. Well, this episode might be over, but we don't have to say goodbye. Head on over to independentclinician.com for resources that will help you at each stage of your private practice journey. If you're on Instagram, let's connect. Follow me and send me a DM. I'm at independent clinician. And if you're on Facebook, make sure that you join the SLP and OT Private Practice Beginners Facebook group. All right, off to help more regular SLPs and OTs become successful private practitioners. Let me know if I can help you too.